Back in 2015, I went to Europe on a Dharma teaching tour. I taught Buddhism, and then I also did a little professional speaking in Prague. Uh, not Prague, actually Pisek, which is a couple hours south of Prague. And um, But then, you know, I mostly went for those reasons, of course, and uh, but also to spend a lot of time hunting for Moldavite. I stayed with my good friend Nico, a French man living in the uh, Czech Republic, dealing in Moldavite. And, uh, you know, I spent, I think I spent two months, maybe a little longer, maybe seven weeks in Europe. I spent the majority of my time uh, in the Czech Republic, which was amazing. I spent a couple weeks down in Pisik, and then I spent like five days in Prague, and then I went back to Pisik for a couple days. And then I went on my uh, a Buddhist teaching tour. I was sponsored by my good friend Marcus Arman uh, out of Austria. Uh, he brought me over, and uh, yeah, then I taught I taught in Finland uh, and Estonia, which was just incredible. And then I did a couple, three days in Austria. I had such a great time in Austria with Marcus. Oh, we had so much fun, and the Dharma teaching was great. And then um, yeah, I'll leave that for another podcast, but then I, I took a um, I took a a transport. Basically, I took a van from Austria down to Chesky Krumlov in uh, the southern part of the Czech Republic. Famous little tourist city, really adorable, but well known for a lot of Moldavite selling. But basically like Disneyland style Moldavite, a lot of jewelry, a lot of high prices. You know, it's mostly for for tourists, uh, but they have a beautiful Moldavite museum there. Very cool. I had such a great time. I'll have to do another podcast just about Moldavite. Um, but I met some beautiful people in Chesky Krumlov. I wish I would have stayed longer. I did do a podcast uh, about the people that I met there and the day I spent with this Korean kid named Khan. So we had such a great day. Such a great Day, but then uh, from there I took another shuttle back to Pisik, uh, where I hooked up with Nico for maybe another day or two, and then I then I just packed it all up and I went, uh, I went to Prague, and I spent the last uh, maybe ten twelve days in Prague. I had such an incredible time in Europe, so just so phenomenal, fantastical super delicious, just amazing time, amazing time. And then Prague, wow, I can't even tell you how many cool things happened in Prague. Such a great place. I could live in Prague. Uh, I met beautiful people. Andre Schmeichel is one of the greatest ditch players in the world. He's been to Boise a couple times. I, I, I know him. We've done the Oregon Country Fair. I did a little support when he was here. And uh, he, he got a hold of me. He's like, oh, Alejandro, I'm having a concert. You got to come out. And then later we hooked up again. He took me to this bar. He's like, I'll show you the real Prague. He took me to this pub that's been in the same place for 600 years. Yeah, that don't happen in the United States. Um, but all that being said, this podcast is really about uh, the, the Church of Bones, or better known as the Bone Church. It's an ossuary, the, the Celtic Sedlik Ossuary in in Prague.
let me let me try that again. It's the Seldic ossuary in Kutna Hora, Kutna Hora, Czech Republic, which is I don't know, maybe an hour outside of the Czech Republic. And it was one of my last couple days in the Czech Republic. This was on my list. There was so much to do there. Oh, it was so amazing. It, there was so much to do in Prague. But I thought, oh, I really want to do this. And, I, you know, I, I was staying at the Mosaic House, which is basically a hotel. I want to say it's a youth hostel, but it wasn't like the youth hostel I stayed at in Chesky Krumlov, small, quiet, really cool. This one was a party house. Man, they had bands in the basement. They raged. And, uh, I, you know, it was centrally located. It was really popular. I mean, I'm glad I stayed there. It was a little intense. If I ever stay there again, I'm going to get my own room. But I was trying to run on the cheap, so that worked out. And, you know, for the last maybe three or four days, I was kicking it uh, in Prague. I kept looking at kind of the tours that this uh, the Mosaic House would put on. You know, they, they did a number of tours and, you know, and I, I did some of them. I did one or two of them, and I thought that was really cool just to kind of get the, the groundwork of the history of the Czech Republic and the city of Prague which was great because it helped me figure out what I wanted to do and where I could go to do it, museums, you know, spend some time where Mozart was hanging out, the greatest library in the world, you know. I mean, just really, really, one more time, really cool stuff. But I really wanted to go to this ossuary, the Bone Church, and uh, they, they, they offered tours there. You know, you could you could pay the Mosaic House and they would take you there. Basically, they probably just drove you there or whoever, whoever else wanted to go that day. But it seemed a little expensive. Uh, and I was talking to some other people and they're like, no, just, you know, just take a train over there. You know, and for whatever reason, I was a little apprehensive. I had some intrepidation. I was a little scared and unsure about traveling out there. And I'm not 100%, 100% sure why, but I just kind of was. But I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm on an adventure. If I get stuck there, I guess I'll just get a hostel there. You know, so of course I didn't go on my last day. It might have been the second to my last full day. I had two days left, I believe. I'll have to check my notes. I can't quite remember, but I was like, whatever. I'm just going to get up the next day and I'm going to pack up some stuff and I'm going to head out to the Bone Church. And... Uh, I had to walk to find the train station. That took a little work. And then trying to find the right train was a little more difficult than I thought. I don't speak Czech and I don't read Czech. That's for sure. Not everything's in English. And I mean, a lot of people do speak English in Prague, but I'm trying to work it out myself. And, and there wasn't a lot of people around. I just remember that. And I, I was like, well, okay, I guess I'm buying this ticket and I'm kind of looking at this thing and I see something that says Kutna Hora. And I was like, well, I guess. And it's interesting because I I kept running into, kept passing uh, this Indian couple, this couple from India. And uh, we ended up on the same train and they were like, hey, what's going on? Are you, uh, you going to the Bone Church? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, I hope so. And they started laughing. They're like, yeah, we, we kind of hope so too. And I was like, well, I'll tell you what, if we get to wherever it is, this train is taking us uh, and it's not the bone church, then how about we all have lunch together? And they started laughing and, and uh, we, we, you know, we spent a little bit of time together talking and they're, they're from India. They were like really excited to be in 
in uh, the Czech Republic and in Europe, and it was starting to get kind of cold. They they said they had never owned a pair of gloves. They they never experienced snow. You know, they don't know what it's like to be in a place where there aren't that many people. You know, even though I thought it was kind of crowded in Prague, they're like, oh, it's nothing compared to where we live in India. It's just, you know, people everywhere all the time, 100 degrees, humid, this kind of stuff. So they're like, it's a nice break for us. It's totally different. We bought gloves and a scarf. Like, they were like, oh, it's uh, tourist souvenirs for them. <laughs> you know? And... uh so we ended up we ended up on the right train, which is great. But I got to tell you, the train ride, going to the train station, I love trains. I grew up next to a, a train track. I grew up hearing trains. I used to play by trains. We used to put pennies on the track. We used to throw rocks at cars that were getting transported on the train, uh, I have I, I one of the first girls I ever made out with was under a viaduct on the tracks, right? I mean, we spent a lot of time there as kids biking, smoking cigarettes, getting kind of in trouble, just playing, having fun, riding three uh, ATCs, ATVs, three wheelers. So I have an affinity for trains and my father loved riding the train. I love the train. Man, I took a train in Austria yeah, I just, I love them. So that train ride from Prague to Kutna Hora was just, it was so beautiful and so enjoyable. And there weren't a lot of people. And the landscape was, you know, just so different and rustic and a little old school European, you know, a lot of rust. I mean, it was like, and it was about a 45 minute train ride. I, I loved it so much. I have a little bit of video. I need to make a video. I've been talking about it for a while. I need to be doing some some YouTube stuff. I have great travel videos, and I really need to do one on the Bone Church because, man, it was so it was so special. So I end up, you know, I get there, and then I can walk everywhere. It doesn't take that long to get to where we're going. And, uh, you know, I get to the Bone Church, and I, I, it's real small on the outside. It's very, you know, you wouldn't think anything of it. It's a Catholic church, and I'm not going to get too much into the history of you know, what an ossuary is. Uh, I'll put a link down in the chat so you can check it out. You definitely got to check it out. But I think there's seven or eight uh, ossuaries in the world. Paris also has a couple famous ones. But, you know, there's like 40,000 bones, human bones there, skeletons, basically. And uh, Kutnahora, this ossuary is known for its artistic representation of all these human bones. I mean, it, it sounds a little morbid, but it's actually totally amazing. I mean, they have chandeliers, a giant chandelier made out of human bones, and all the walls are covered with all these, like, uh, giant chalices made out of bones, and the archways are all lined with, like, skulls and, and, and femur bones. And, oh, yeah, it's... It's something to behold. Now I'll say it again, 40,000 skeleton, basically human skeletons, all gathered together in this very surprisingly tiny church. But everything is covered with bones, and they're all just, there's crosses, crucifixes, there's, you know, there's chandeliers, there's chalices, there's just everything laid out. Like, yeah, the monks there just went off. They're like, we're going to get, we're going to get, crazy 
artistic with these human skeleton bones and yeah, it was it was really amazing. I even asked the woman when I was there. And I spent when I first got there, I spent 2 hours there and it was interesting. One thing I've noticed as an international solo traveler is that people move through pretty quick. And though that Indian couple that I met, I got some great pictures of them. Uh they were in and out in maybe 40 minutes. You know, they're like, "Well, we're going to, you know, we're leaving, we're going to have lunch and then we're going to go do something else." And I'm like, "Well, I'm hanging out." I mean, I spent two hours there i was there for so long the 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 person i paid to get in was like wow you're still here and i was like oh yeah can i leave and come back without paying like is this a full day pass and she started laughing she's like oh no if you leave you got to pay to get back in but i mean i think honestly on paper it was probably like eight bucks to get in there and uh I was like, oh, this is great. I spent so much time checking everything out, like basically as if I was in a museum. And I spent time outside walking around the courtyard and they have a little cemetery there. And it's just some really very unique stuff. Ossuaries, you know, I think the ossuary in in uh, Paris that's real famous is just mostly like collections of human bones, you know, and uh, I don't think it's as artistic as this, but the first floor of this tiny church is like, I don't even know what to say. It's like an art show of of human skeleton designs and artifacts. It's just absolutely amazing. Then down in the basement, they have more like the collection of bones. You know, there's like five or six giant piles. And I'm when I say pile, I mean thousands of bones. And they're contained with twine, you know. So they're, they're in this... Uh, you know, they're just in this cage, you know, of twine. And then they're behind... A, kind of some excuse me archway archway bricked walls that are all lined with human skull bones human skulls and and then there's some smaller stuff upstairs but yeah I was just stunned I was completely stunned and then uh, so I left now it's probably about noon I went somewhere to get some uh, to get some lunch I ended up running into this pub and of course I had beer because everybody drinks beer in the Czech Republic. Why not Pilsner, you know? And uh, I mean, people go to the Czech Republic to go to beer brewing school, that kind of thing. And uh, one big thing some people told me to try is that I got to try this like goulash. It's a type of Czech goulash in a giant bread bowl. So I had some of that. It was great. The bar was great. And then I was like, well, I, I'm going to be here for for a while because I think the last train back was at four or five o'clock so I walked to this other church and it was actually surprisingly beautiful also it had uh, some human relics like very sacred uh, Catholic priests mummified and dressed up you know I mean it's kind of eerie morbid stuff on one level but you know, I mean, we also do very similar things in, in the Buddhist tradition. So uh, I thought it was super cool. And this church was just so, so, so hip. And I think right now, I'm going to have to check my notes, but uh, I think there was, like, on the outside of the church, there was a giant sign that spoke about the Marlboro Company. Yeah, the cigarette company made a big difference there in, like, the 40s and 50s or something. You know, mostly selling cigarettes to the Czech Republic and Europeans, but they also paid a lot of money to support this side church. I have some great black and white 
pictures. And it didn't cost that much to get into that. And of course, I spent an incredible amount of time there, you know. Like, it's one of the things that I enjoy so much when I'm traveling. I mean, of course, I'm looking for monasteries, anything Buddhist, Dharma centers, but I will go into any place of worship. And when I was in, uh, when I was in Malaysia, I spent a lot of time in Muslim churches and then also in a lot of Hindu stuff, and that, that's totally amazing. And, uh, but when I was in Europe, you know, Catholic churches are the thing, Lutheran churches up in Finland, that kind of stuff. And uh, Orthodox, like Russian Orthodox, which is like so elaborate and beautiful and organs and I just some really amazing stuff when I was in Europe. But uh, the church that I was in was just in incredible. And I'm not talking about the Bone Church because I'm like just biding my time, hanging out, walking around this really small town, Kutnahora. And then, yeah, then I went back to the ossuary and... Uh, you know, you talk about like really understanding or experiencing the truth of impermanence when you're looking at 40,000 human skeletons designed as art. <laughs> you know, the chandelier is totally famous, man. It's just like uh, unbelievably famous. Yeah, I'm going to I, I got to get something up. It's just it's mind blowing. It's absolutely I mean, if any of you out there ever get to the Czech Republic, most likely you're going to be hanging out in Prague. At least take half a day and get to Kutnahora. It is, it is so worth it. And it's funny because the church is very small on the outside. Um, you know, and up at the, the top of the, the church, the, the, it's got three steeples at the top, and then the steeple to the left and the steeple to the right has what looks like the Jolly Rogers, right? The Jolly Rogers, it's a skull and crossbone. It's like a windmill. I don't know. It's just so appropriate for that church. And and uh, yeah, I went back, you know, I went back and she's like, oh, you, you came back. I'm like, yes, I did, because I live in the United States and I don't really know when I'm actually going to have another chance to get back here. You know, and uh, just to suck that up, it's such a deep level. I, I'm, I'm looking through all my photos. I don't know why I didn't take more pictures when I was there, like honestly, or more video. I have to look at the videos. I haven't had an opportunity yet. And, uh, but I'm kind of getting all that together so I can do a quick little YouTube thing. Uh, I say quick, but I mean kind of a short video, It'll probably be seven to 11 minutes, depending on either how much I talk or how much video I have, that kind of thing. And uh, But yeah, it was it was definitely one of the most memorable experiences I had when I was in the Czech when I was in the Czech Republic, which is an amazing statement because I had so much fun and just deep experience, you know, hanging out in places Mozart was famous for hanging out in the Czech Republic and the, you know the, the like this it's like considered the most beautiful library in the world. And it was. They wouldn't even let us inside, I mean, but it was like I was I was in tears looking at it. It was so beautiful. And then I went to an organ concert. I went to a, a puppet show, you know, marionettes. I mean, yeah, Prague's got a lot going on. Holy smokes. And then, you know, the, the couple of weeks I spent in Pisic hunting Moldavite with my good friend Nico was just and then listening to Nick. Nick Drake, you know, the only CD he had in his car was a Nick Drake. It's a kind of a folk singer from the 60s. 
late 60s. That's all we listen to the whole time. Whenever I hear Nick Drake, I just think of Nico and Moldavite. And I found some Moldavite, you know, which is so special for me after all that hunting, you know. Yeah, it was such, such a great time. Wow. And then just Chesky Krumlov and all of that. And then I, I don't even want to get into the, the, the Finland, Estonia, Austria part of what I, what I was doing in the, in, uh, in Europe in 2015. But, you know, I hope to get to all of that, not only on paper, but also, you know, also in video and things like that, just to share some of my experiences, you know, and, and uh, when I was posting some images about this ossuary, you know, it's famous. So some people knew about it, heard about it or researched it, that kind of thing. But yeah, there were, I had some friends who were like, wow, Alejandro, that's some weird stuff out there. Like, never heard of anything like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, an ossuary. Uh, yeah, so check it out, my friends. The, check it out. Check it out. There you go. Okay, I'm about to bring this podcast to a close, and let me see here. Today's the 28th. Is this going to be my year-end podcast? I don't know. I think I'm going to do one more, sneak another little extra in there. And then if you're listening to this podcast, number 243, um, I did like a little Christmas podcast about six minutes long, uh, just about, <laughs> you know, a day in the life of the Anastasio, the family Anastasio on Christmas. Always can be a little rocky. But ended strong. Rocky start ended strong. And uh, so I might just do another one, you know, just throw a couple extra out there. Well, at least one more before the end of the year, uh, because next week, next Tuesday is uh, uh, 2022. Wow. Almost hard to believe. So. OK, my friends, and uh, there it is. There it is. OK, kicking it, kicking it one time at the Bone Church 2015 in uh, Czech Republic, Kutna Hora, just outside um, Prague on my solo international travels. Indeed, indeed, my friends, thanks for listening. Uh, be well, stay safe. And then I got to say it again. It's like a third time around. Super strong. Mask up. Omicron. Let's stay healthy. I got a number of friends taking hits. I can feel it. I can feel it again kind of encroaching on us. So we need to be wise. We need to be, you know, 100% cautious, 0% fear. Be wise. Mask up, America. Let's make America great again. Mask up. See, I told you. He's strange and wonderful. Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Alejandro with One Hand Speaks. Find me online at onehandspeaks.com and all your social media outlets.